The number one question we get from listeners is, do we have a written step-by-step roadmap to guide you on how to train your dog? We don't, but Standing Stone Supply does. They're the creators of the complete step-by-step dog training program that takes your dog from brand new puppy and gets it well on its way to that finished dog you've always dreamed of. They've mapped out the timelines to help guide you, the videos for every step of the way to show you, and even have the needed gear made into shopping lists to make it easy to supply you. Check out the course at StandingStoneSupply.com to gain unlimited access for all current as well as future lessons and be sure to use the code GDIY to save 10% at sign up. Being an upland hunter in the south nowadays unfortunately means a lot of travel to try and find birds for my dogs. This means it's even more important that my map scouting is reliable to justify the effort. This is where Onyx comes in. I can honestly say that Onyx directly impacts the level of success I find on my trips. Whether it's the private versus public land boundaries, the expanding number of unique layers and features by state, or the 3D mapping capabilities, my initial step in planning my hunting trip starts with Onyx. To know where you're going, you have to first know where you stand. Check out Onyx Hunt Maps and use code G. GDIY 20 at checkout to save 20%. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. GDIY profiles are bonus episodes that tell the stories of how your everyday handler got into the gun dog world. You'll hear plenty of examples of what to do as well as what not to do and how they learn from those experiences. These episodes are being put out to tell the honest stories that we as do-it-yourself dog handlers can all relate to. If you think you would be a good fit for a profile episode, please go to gundogyourself.com and complete the contact form and we may get back to you so that you can share your story. We get asked all the time what the most important thing to consider is when training and living with a hunting dog, and they're often surprised when they hear us answer with proper nutrition. It's pretty obvious when you think about it, though. It doesn't matter how well the dog is trained if it doesn't have the right fuel. The saying garbage in, garbage out rings true in dog nutrition. Yukonuba's premium performance lineup goes beyond just protein and fat with a number of different formulas designed to fuel your dog's specific activity level while supporting their recovery and optimizing their nutrient delivery. The proof is in the pudding, or lack thereof, when you make the switch to Yukonuba. You'll see immediate results in your dog's energy level and drive. They have a formula for every type of dog from your hardest working dog in the field to your laziest retired dog on the couch. Head on over to YukonubaSportingDog.com to find the right formula for your hunting partner. Make the switch today and let Yukonuba fuel your dog so you can focus on what you and your dog actually love to do, work. Welcome back to another edition of the GDIY Profile. We have Darren Monroe on the line this month. Darren, how you doing, buddy? Doing great, doing great. Yourself? Oh, living the dream as always. Go ahead and start off with the obvious. Tell everybody where you're coming from and what kind of dogs you run. Yeah, I, uh, I'm out of uh, Eastern North Carolina, um, right here at the beach, so Wilmington, um, and I've got a 17-month-old uh, short hair, and then um, then and that's that's the dog that I predominantly hunt with, and then I've got a nine-year-old lab that uh, we like come and come and hang out with us from time to time, but she's more or less just my best friend, you uh, know, just your companion, so no hunting with yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So where? 
Yeah, you know, we kind of spoke before this, obviously, and you have a very interesting story. So I want to give you the opportunity to just kind of introduce yourself a little bit further and kind of guide us into your journey into deciding that you want a bird dog. Yeah, 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 for sure. So um, and it's really uh, kind of, I mean, it, this is not the path I ever saw myself going down. I never <laughs> thought I'd be out chasing birds, man. And uh, today we, uh, when I looked at the tracker, I think it said that I had walked 10 miles. Uh, so, you know, and that's an average day. I never would have thought this, but um, <laughs> so I guess about, and, and really growing up, we didn't even have dogs. So uh, my mom is absolutely afraid of dogs. Like uh, she, she always jokes and she's, you know, she's like the only dog I want is a two-legged one. Uh, she <laughs> just never, so growing up didn't have dogs. Um, and my grandmother had dogs, but they were, you know, unfortunately like outside dogs, like tied to a chain, just old school Southern, uh, you know, just old, old school Southern way of doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't really grow up with dogs, but uh, a couple of years ago, my daughter's uh, step uncle uh, needed to rehome his lab. And so um, her, my, my daughter and her mom, they conned me into picking up this lab. Um, <laughs> Hold up. They conned you? Did yeah, they just yeah, trick yeah. you like your daughter gave you the puppy dog eyes? Like, we need to keep this lab. <laughs> Literally said, her mom said, hey, Darren, uh, when you come get Marilyn, uh, make sure you have room in your car. I need you to carry something back with you. So I cleaned out my car. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Dress her or something, right? And and I, I pull up and they've got this dog in this kennel. And I'm like, what? What, what is this? And, uh, so I was like, okay, okay. Um, so, you know, that was my first actual dog that I ever owned myself was just a, just a few years ago. Um, I, I guess it was about three years ago. And, uh, and I, I'm in my, my mid-30s, you yeah. know? Um, so definitely didn't see this coming. Um, but in addition to that, even funnier, uh, I was vegan for, uh, 13 years. So, um, not only did I not see myself owning a bird dog, I also never saw myself owning a bird dog to hunt, uh, because I didn't eat meat. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we got this dog Corona hit and just like, you know, so many other people out there, uh, they got a dog. So my daughter, she says, uh, Hey dad. Your transition, uh, you know, with work, you're going to be working from home. Um, I'm going to be doing school from home. Can we get a dog? And that was always my excuse for her not getting another dog was, oh, we got to be able to train it. You know, I, yeah. I dated plenty of girls in college, man, that had dogs that, you know, they peed and crabbed all over the yeah, house. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, just drive you insane. Yeah. Right? <laughs> all right. So now the kids got me in a corner. And she, I, I can't tell her no. So <laughs> I always thought GSPs were cool. I knew they were smart. Um, and you know, I thought, oh, they look cool, whatever. Right. So I gave her a list of dogs that I was, uh, that I liked because at the end of the day, yeah. your dad, you know, yeah. it's going to be taken care of it. Right. <laughs> it's just be like. Yeah. So I, um, I gave her this list and I was like, all right, pick from this. So she went through whatever. And she was looking at a, another breed, um, uh, doodles and, uh, and I'm really glad it worked out this way. None of them were in, I gave her a budget. None of them were in her budget or they were ready um, at the time, right? And she wanted it, like, immediate. So, so uh, how old is your daughter at this this stage? So, this was – she's 15 now, so this was last year. So okay. She was, uh, she, well, so, she was 13 when this happened because this was around July when we so got So, you're them. using this as, like, hey, you know, she wants a dog – I kind of want a dog at this point. Here's a list. But you're kind of giving her the responsibility to vet out which dog out of a pre-selected group yep. and Correct. also work within a budget. So you use it as a very valuable 
teaching tool. Hundred percent, hundred percent training or uh, uh, te- you know, training, <laughs> the, or, training uh, of work. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but you know, hundred um, percent. So in addition to that, she also had to find it. Um, so I mean, it was all like, uh, and, and and I think that's you know that's my parenting uh, style for sure is that I, I put things in her hand. Um, hey, here here's all the tools. Here's what you need. Now you know you take gets, that next. Gets step, her right? skin in the game. Hundred percent. So um, she gets on Facebook um, and she finds a, a breeder or whatever. And, and no regrets because I love the little dude. But, um, you know, we, I don't know anything about, you know, his parents or if they hunt or any of that stuff, man. Yeah. Um, and, and they don't um, to find out. But, um, but at the time, it didn't really matter, right? So we just wanted a dog. So yeah. find him. Um, and so I, I hit the guy up and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, they'll be ready. Uh, he's like, you can come like it was like a, a Friday and he was like, they'll be ready Sunday or it was a Thursday. He said, they'd be ready Saturday, something like that. Right. And, um, that would be them at eight weeks. And so I was like, Oh, okay, cool. That's you quick, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Exactly what we're looking. So, um, it was, it was about an hour and a half, two hour drive. We'll go pick him up. And so she was like, dad, I don't want a, a male. I want a female. Okay, whatever. And you know, she, he sent us a picture, you know, and had all the puppies or whatever. And so she was like, Oh, I want, you know, this one over here, whatever we get there. And, um, and she was looking at for the tr- traditional, like, Roan, you know. And we get there, and uh, we see this, this huge, huge dog. And he's, uh, he's like, you know, it's this black and white tick color, you know. And uh, I was like, oh, that one's cool. And she's like, dad, like, that one. And the biggest one in the litter. And I look at the guy, <laughs> and I'm like, is anyone, you know, is anyone spoke? Is that one spoken for? And he's like, no. And so I was like, well, I guess it's ours. <laughs> and so uh, that that's how we started this journey, man. Um, and that's, so, that's awesome. So... What did you y'all name them? Did you let her pick that the name out too? So we we, we attempted to, and uh, you know we threw ideas back and forth. But um, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the band Widespread Panic. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't so know I'm, much I'm, about I'm, them, but I've heard of them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I'm, I'm the big Panic head, man. I I, I grew up listening to them. Uh, you know, following them throughout college and stuff. It's probably why I didn't finish college. But uh, but anyway, um, so. One of their uh, like side projects is called Brute, and so uh, we had him for like three days, and my lab bit part of his ear off. Okay. So we're we're the emergency vet, and we've got to have a name. They're like, "What's the dog's name?" Holyfield. Yeah, yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. And uh, and so uh, I was like, uh, "Brute." And Marilyn, my daughter, you know, uh, she was like, "Yeah." And so sure. Brute it was. And so uh, that's how we. So it's Brute the GSP. Gotcha. So yeah, you, man. So you got brute uh, again. You, you're you're still vegan at this point. You're you're not a hundred percent. You're you're not a hunter or anything. So how how do you end up with brute inside the house? Tell me when that light bulb went off to where it's like, man, this dog wants to hunt, and I'm assuming transition into you learning and getting into hunting yourself. Yeah, because I absolutely knew nothing about hunting. I mean, you know, the the obvious, right? There's camo, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Uh, so I, um, like I said earlier, man, I, I dated some girls in, in, in college and stuff that had some dogs that were just, they were terrible, right? Yeah. And so w- that was something we were going to have. So uh, I, and I didn't know anything about training a dog, but I knew things I didn't want, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so I got online and I started looking at some stuff, you know, um and at first, she was supposed to be responsible for the potty training. That yeah. didn't happen. It was all me, right? <laughs> so um, so from there, you know, I was like, okay, he's got to be trained. And I wanted, I wanted him dialed in on that type of stuff. Just your, your basic obedience, right? Yep. Um, so then here, we've got a bunch of game lands, man, um, that, that are fairly close. 
um, and, and I belong to a ski club. In a ski club, we got like 300 some acres, whatever, man. So I would take him out there to shoot ski. Um, like he was just, just hanging out in the car. And he started pointing. And I was like, oh, that's cool, right? And so from there... So what, what's he up. what's he pointing? Just odding in songbirds, oh. you know, rabbits or something running across the field? Butterflies, like every, <laughs> anything. Like yeah, anything, the instincts man. just anything. oozing out of them. Exactly, exactly. You know, and, and she's like, "Dad, you see that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's real cool, <laughs> right?" Um, so then, you know, we go down that rabbit hole, um, and I started, you know, just researching, and and, and I was completely lost, man. I, I didn't even, I was so at the at the club they have like, you know, uh, dove fields and stuff. And so I was like, Oh, I guess you hunt doves. And I was, man, I was trying to do all types of stuff. I didn't know I was lost with it. Right. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, that rabbit hole, you know, so I just kept watching videos and then, you know, podcasts. And then, um, from there I was like, okay, this is really cool. I, I want him to be able to do what he's, you know, bred to do, you know, that's it's in his genes, right. It's him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always had a respect for hunters. Uh, you know, that that's one of the things that, you know, some vegans really, uh, blow it on man. And, um, and, and some hunters back and, you know, but, yeah. um, is, is there's a, that, that respect. Right. But I've always thought that it was the healthiest, cleanest, purest way was to go out and get it yourself. Right. Like what you get at, at Walmart, that that's not the best meat at all. Right. Um, so I was like, Oh, I've been saying I, I wasn't negative about it. I didn't think like it was a bad so thing. So is that right? what kind of made you decide to be vegan was you're kind of anti factory farming uh, and not so much just anti meat. You just didn't like the source of where the meat came from in the stores pretty much. Man, it was complete ignorance. I had, look, man, my uncle had a heart attack. He, he lived, he's fine. Right. Um, and so I was like, Oh, I better start eating healthier. I didn't know what PETA stood for. Had no, I thought it was something <laughs> with healthy eating. Right. I got on their website and I was just like, oh my gosh, I saw some of the factory farming. I saw some of the stuff that was going on. And I know not all farms are like that, but um, it was real in your face, which is their tactic. Hey, it's all good. Whatever. Yeah. They, they had me for 13 years on that. Right. And, and I still support that. But um, so I, I was like, hey, I don't want anything to do with it. So that's how I became vegan. But um, but had complete respect for hunting. So uh, so fast, yeah, fast forward at this club, your dog's pointing yeah. and, and you're still a vegan and yeah. your world's about to open up. hundred percent, hundred percent. So my daughter's stepdad, he's a big time duck hunter, man. And, uh, like, he's like one of those guys, like, uh, he has like waterfowl, like lights and plates, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like everything, that's the type of guy is. Right. So, um, I talked to him a little bit, man. And he was like, Oh, are you going to be able to eat it? And I was like, I don't know, man. He's like, you're going to clean it. And I was like, ah. I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll give it a go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, he took me out duck hunting with him, and I absolutely uh, – I told him I wouldn't do it again, man. It's too early. It's cold, and it's too short. <laughs> Just not for you. Right? <laughs> it's not for me, man. Uh, I, like, I like hiking, right? I like I like taking a walkabout. Yeah. So, uh, so I was like, man, if I'm going to do this – and I already shoot, right? So I'm already shooting skeet. So, like, I, 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 I have a trainer who teaches me, uh, like a coach. So, like, I'm shooting a lot of skeet. So I wasn't worried about that part. I was like, well, it's kind of all the things I like doing into one. Yeah. Well, you know, so it is what it is. And, um, and that's really just how it evolved. And, and then just the podcast, man, uh, it was really cool. It was almost like, um, you know, being in the room with somebody or like having your buddies talking to you, listening to them. And I was like, man, I want to get out there and do that, man. Like, I, you know, listen to these guys talk about all these trips and doing this and that. And I was like, <laughs> I, I want to do that. I want to do that. So and, uh, and, and how, what, what was your next step? 
you know, you yeah, so you've made up your mind. You duck hunting wasn't for you, but you know, it, it's making sense to you. It's like all my interests are are grouped up into this one thing, and I get to take my buddy along with me. So what's your next step? Did you, you know, you said that you, you did a deep dive rabbit hole videos, podcasts and all that, but what was your next step? Like, did you go find somebody in person or did you just go out in the backyard using those videos and podcasts and start just trial by error, you know, trial by fire? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I live in like a very like hipster neighborhood. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's real, real funny, man. So like, here I am with this dog out here on this like, you know, 30 foot check cord and stuff, man. And like my neighbors are looking at me like I'm absolutely crazy, man. And, um, and, and for, you know, listeners who, who can't see me as you can, uh, I, so I'm also an African American, right? So, uh, I'm not your traditional upland guy. So everyone's looking like, what is he doing, <laughs> man? I'm, uh, I got this barrel, right? So like I'm working on the low barrel, right? So my neighbors are driving past and they're like, are, literally had a guy stop he's like are you, are you teaching like to be in the circus what are you doing <laughs> I, I kid you not right and so uh I, I'm, I'm throwing bumpers out there and stuff man i mean just it, it's pretty wild man uh pretty funny pretty funny so uh you know, but are you seeing any results with, with this like are you just kind of piecing it together uh you know just kind of going off of this video and that podcast or, or like is it any of it starting to click for you or your dog yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, I throw the bumper, he brings it back. Okay, so I'm like, we're breaking that down, right? Okay, well, that's the retrieve part of it, right? So, like, uh, I know he's already going to point, and I didn't really understand the point. I didn't really understand the woe. Um, so, I mean, I had to learn these things. So, of yeah. course, I got, like, uh, um, what's the book? Um, Gun Dog by uh, Walters. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Walters, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I got that book there. Um, which which definitely helped out a lot, right? And it kind of helped like explain why I was doing X Y Z, right? Like why yeah, this needs the function to be done, of right? everything. Yeah, yeah. And so um, and then like I said, the podcast and stuff, man. So then um, I, I really um was really really into um, Darrell Smith's uh the Gun Dog Notebook. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was listening to that man, and so he was talking. I I mean I went back to like his first like episode, started right? So, from like, the start or started yeah, from the yeah. beginning. Yeah, I'm so glad that my girlfriend and kid aren't here right now because, like, they already hate how much I'm, like, listening to these podcasts, right? I'm, like, <laughs> we get in the car and, and my daughter, you know, she's, like, oh, dad, because, like, I'm known for, like, listening to cool music. Yeah. No, 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 not anymore. It's, it's podcasts on dogs and she's just, like, what in the heck is going on, right? <laughs> so, um, so I'm listening to that and he's talking about all these old guys. So then I would, like, you know, try to find information on, you know, the internet or video from them or s- something, right? Yeah. Um, just trying to like put it all together. But, um, but yeah, so we started doing that, man. I, I got him on this, uh, you know, the check cord and, you know, I'm trying to teach a whoa, I got, you know, the hat hitch just, <laughs> and then we also were going out to the game lands. Um, and cause like I said, we have a bunch of them around here. Yep. So we're running around there and, uh, and I'm just putting together, putting together, but I absolutely have no clue what I'm doing still. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so it's really funny, man. Like, um, I didn't really get it and understand it. Uh, I was in the wrong areas. Um, it was, it was habitat, you know, um, when I, I, I was telling my daughter, I was going to be talking to you and, uh, I was like, Marilyn, what are, what are some of the things that like you've seen that we did last year? Cause I, I took her with me all last year 
I take Kerner with me all this year that I can. Um, this is something that I try to do with her as much as possible because I didn't get that experience of uh, of, of learning to do this yeah. as, as a young child, right? And so not um, only did she play a part in getting the dog home with you, but she's playing a part in the training and development and and the development of you also just learning how to hunt with all this. 100%, 100%, 100%. And, and you know, so uh, – and I, you know, later on when we had birds and stuff, I'm making her throw them and she's like, dad, what do you know? She, you know, like, go get the gloves, go get the gloves. Yeah. Right. But, um, but yeah, so, um, you know, I was at, what, what were some of the things? And she's like, well, a lot of the areas you're in were, are not areas you're in now. Right. I didn't know anything about habitat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really didn't have, uh, I didn't have anyone to, to even ask, Hey, is this the right thing? Um, you know, what is this? What is this? You know, yep. because, it's not really a, it's a, it's an easy thing to get into. There's not like any like gatekeeping to it, but it's like, who do you ask? Right. Yeah. Um, you just, if you're at the gas station, you see a guy with, with a dog box, do you stop and ask him? Yeah. You know, like, who do you ask? Right. Um, so I reached out to a guy that I'd heard his name dropped on a, um, on a podcast, reached out to him. Um, and he actually was stationed, um, we've got a bunch of military bases around here, man. Yep. And he was stationed at one, uh, really close to here. And he was like, oh, yeah, man, I used to hunt the game lands, da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, really? That's where I'm always at? And he's like, yeah. So then me and this guy started talking on Instagram and whatnot. And so then I had someone that I could, like, shoot a video to. Hey, man, am I in the right area? Yep. Or, like, you know, what am I looking for, right? And um, so – and then I had written it down, but uh, I didn't actually get my first bird, my first wild bird, uh, until, like, late February, almost, like, end of the season. Um, but your first so, season, you're the, the dogs and your first season, y'all yeah, still yeah, yeah. finally got success after just the persistence and, and, yeah. and just going, just going yeah, and yeah. figuring it out and learning with boots on the ground. hundred percent, hundred percent. And then, uh, you know, so like, um, I think it was like mid January ish. I, uh, I went to like a, one of the like hunting preserves. We have a bunch of them around here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but now that's something that I was like, kind of like, ah, because uh, some of the ones are really expensive around here. And so when I first looked it up, you know, there's places that are like $1,500 for half a day. And I was like, I'm, I'm trying to make sure my dog is smelling the right bird. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm not paying $1,500. Right. Um, so I had, I had, you know, I had to find somewhere a little different. Right. But um, so I, I went out and, um, and, and this is funny, man. I, so I'm driving there to this preserve and um and i talked to the guy on the phone and um he was like oh do you want me to put the birds out or do you want me to like uh just give you the you know the, the little cage or whatever yeah and so um i just blurted out not even thinking about it i was like oh yeah like uh i'll just put them out myself and then i was like man i've never even touched a, a quail before <laughs> but it's probably you know th- to be perfectly honest and, and you can correct me if i'm wrong here but i remember figuring it out there's that certain level intimidation factor right you're not intimidation intimidated in terms of like physically but you you, you're out there with your dog you're you already have this steep learning curve and it's just like you don't want the guy to think that you're some kind of like you know poser strange dude whatever like greenhorn even though that's exactly what we are as greenhorns at that moment but instead of just being just being able to look at him be like dude i don't know like you probably could have looked at him and be (laughs) like man i'm i'm more than happy to do it myself if you can show me how to plan them and and he probably would have showed you and be like you know what i'm glad he told me that instead of just you know going and dumping out the birds and they get mad at me because he bought a bunch of birds that he didn't get to use right yeah yeah so i knew that like um 
I knew I didn't want him to put them. I wanted to know where they were myself. Gotcha. And so, um, so, but yeah, I, I, I easily could have asked him, but there was, you know, Hey man, we're men, right? So we got a little <laughs> ego ups, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so, um, so I'm Googling, uh, da, 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 you know, and I'm like, okay. And I, you know, I went to one, whatever video and saw it, you know, put a head under the wing, da, da, da. And I was like, okay, that sounds crazy. And I did it full of feet and went to sleep. And I was like, oh my God. Look okay. at this. Yeah, right. Hey, so small accomplishments, man. Oh yeah. No, so, man, uh, it's, it's exciting. It's, well, I got to ask, man, like what, what was it like? you know, you're, you're piecing this all together and I got to give you props for the, for the persistence that it takes of just, I mean, coming from a completely different world and background and trying to figure it out as you come along to where you're just out there, just burning shoe leather, burning miles with no success. And it takes all season for you to get that first wild bird. You, you, what was it like for you to actually hold that first bird that you and your dog came across? Or the, or oh, successfully man, so, put down, man. It was crazy. It was it was like uh, it was it was the most insane thing ever, uh, man. I, I wish I had a video of <laughs> my reaction. So I um, we go out to this, and this wasn't the game land that we had traditionally been going to. So um, you know, uh, I'm I, I, I gotta make sure I'm a hot spot, right? Uh, but uh, so where I'm at, there's like. Uh, there's like in an hour radius, man, there's like 10 game lands. Right. Um, and I love the, I love a challenge when you and I talked about it before. I, I like a challenge. man. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, 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 um, so I've been going to this one area or this one set of game lands, whatever. And then I was like, maybe there's just no birds here. Cause that's what I kept hearing from all, like the people that I did know who might know a little bit about this. Oh, there's no wild birds. There's no wild birds. Yep. But then I was like, man, that just don't make sense. It just, no. There's got to be one, right? Yeah. There's got to be, <laughs> be one. I'm going to yeah. go get it. <laughs> yeah, right? Come on. So uh, I go out to this other place, and it looks completely different than where I had been going. Um, and so I was like, oh, man, I don't know. And so I, I drive all the way to the end of it. Um, it's like a, and it's like a bear sanctuary. So I'm like, are there birds in the bear sanctuary? And I'm like, well, Jared, of course, there's got to be, right? Yep. And so um, I, I go out there, and I'm, you know, and uh, – we, we, we get down and I'm like, all right, I, I park and where I parked at, I'm like, all right, this is where everyone parks at. So like, there's not going to be anything close to it. It's like, I'm going to have to walk forever, right? Miles, man, I'm probably 300, 400 yards from the car. So not far at where all. We, not far at all. And I had heard that like a first year dog, it's okay to just let them, uh, bust birds. Right. And so, um, I was like, well, yeah, that's what I'll do, right? So uh, he just needs to smell whatever, right? Uh, whatever, whatever, right? So um, just so he did, but I was close to him, and he he kind of ranges a little big, man. But I was close at the time, um, and I I could tell he was getting birdie because he was acting completely different than he's normally acting, except for whenever we had gotten the, the snorted that bird. cocaine. Man, that tail was going so <laughs> fast, man, and then it and then it stopped, right? And I was like, oh my god, and then he just. Boom! Into this this briar. So he gave you a flashpoint and then dove in. He did. He did. He gave me a flash warning. It was like, <laughs> it was like here we go, right? Get ready. And here they, it comes. <laughs> right. Birds go up, man. And uh, I, you know, pulled up and I raised my it. gun. And I, man. So I, uh, I call my girlfriend, and she would say I was crying, but I'm gonna say that I wasn't. <laughs> my voice just was cracking a little bit. 
but it was excitement. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was man, it was so cool. And and this is what this is what I tell everyone because a lot of my friends are like, "What are you having some midlife crisis? Like, what's going on with you?" Right. So um, you know, I I, I grew up skateboarding and stuff, man, and like I'm into like uh, like art and like I, I I shot photos for forever. I'm I'm, I'm a published photographer, all this stuff, right? And I used to post a lot of that stuff that I was into, and now like my interests has changed, right? There's yep. a lot of like bird dogs, right? And, <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, what is going on, man? You know? And so, uh, and I, and I tell them there's no, there's no crazier feeling and no, the most rewarding and just, just exciting thing to working in your front yard with, with this dog. It's your best friend, right? We all love dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Working with this dog and teaching them stuff that you really don't know what the heck you're, you're really doing, <laughs> but teaching them, then getting in the car and then driving somewhere you know, an hour, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, however far, and to a, a, a piece of land that's, you know, 20, 30, 60, 80,000 acres to find a six ounce bird, right? That's, <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. And then to actually find it and to actually, it, you able to connect and then the dog to go and get it and bring it back to you. Yep. That's a, that's the craziest thing ever, man, and that that's why I'm hooked, man. I mean, uh, it, it's I'm I'm hooked because so, of that. So was that? I gotta ask. So have had you already broken into eating meat before then, or like did you go home? Did you eat that bird? Talk to me about that real quick. Yeah. So I um whenever we went to the uh to the, to the preserve uh to to um and, and man I I have from this season here I I made a a, a conscious effort. Or a decision. I, I'm only hunting wild birds. I, I think that's that, that that's what I'm into, man. You yep. Know, nothing against preserves, and and I have used them for training. But there's a time and a place birds. for them. Exactly right. So, um, but I knew if I if I kill it, I, I got to eat it, right? So, those birds there, I got ten of them, right? Um, and so at, at first, and so then I ate them, and I, I had to. I, there yeah. was no way that I could uh, that I that hey. But what's real funny is I made some. Uh, I made like quail grits and, and eggs but i still use just egg like the vegan egg yeah and like vegan butter uh <laughs> and so which is real funny man uh so i i still cook my quail and vegan butter <laughs> uh there you go so i mean what was your first impression of it i mean you 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 said 13 years am i correct? yeah 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 13, yeah, 13 years 13 without years, meat yeah. and quail is you know that's what breaks the mold for you what's your first yeah, impression yeah. of it it was good man it was good um uh, you know, I, and I, I hadn't ate meat in so long that I really didn't remember what it tastes like, right? Um, and I had never eaten quail before, anyway. Um, so it, it, was, it was really good. Now, it's not something where I'm like, oh man, I got to eat it every day or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it, it takes a lot of self discipline to to not eat meat for that long, right? I, I yeah. loved it growing up, right? Um, so it, it's not something that like I have to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, no, nah, man, it was it was it was it was good. It was real good. Um, awesome. I was really really proud of myself for the way I prepared it. And awesome. so, um, so then, uh, with that wild one, uh, that one there, you know, and I called a buddy up and, um, I was like, dude, I did it. And I like took a picture <laughs> and I was like, you know, um, but what the picture really was, was the habitat. Right. And so, um, I've got, a, I got a buddy that, uh, we're really close and he's, he's, he's older than me. And, uh, he's got some friends here in town that are, um, they're, they're a lot more wealth. They're, they're, they're pretty wealthy and they've got their own, like, uh, you know, game lands, whatever, mm-hmm. pretty much, man. You know, there's there's a guy that's got like 20,000 acres uh, that his house is on and stuff, and they're doing some cool stuff with like rice, uh, 
growing it the way that it was grown traditionally here back like in the 1800s uh, when his family originally owned this plantation type thing. Right. And so I asked my buddy, I was like, hey, is this the type of area that you guys are like that's on that land? And um, because that's what was missing the entire time was habitat. I didn't know what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, so um, so that was really there was a lot that came from that one bird, man. And, you know, it's just learning the habitat, learning. Uh, you, I didn't know. You just get little pieces of the puzzle here, little pieces of the puzzle there yeah. from that walk, this walk. You're, you know, it, I'm sure there's somebody out there to where it's just like they just walked into a lucky situation. First walk with the dog. It's just like, oh, this is what it's like. And, you know, it makes yeah. sense to them. But most people, the average person, it takes numerous trips. It takes numerous walks and hunts to just just glean this little little puzzle this piece this piece this piece and then like you said when it clicks it's just like oh and and you look at the landscape in a completely different light yeah 100 100 percent. so um so that really showed me a lot uh because i opened up the crop right and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh well this is where they're eating oh well okay now i understand well they have to eat they got to have water right (laughs) what are they eating um how close amount of water you know um, so then a couple days later, I went back into that same area and I couldn't find them right now. I was like, oh man. Um, so I reached out to the, the gentleman I was talking about from uh, Instagram and I was like, Hey, look, this is where I was. This is what happened. And now, you know, what could have changed? And, um, you know, he was like, well, has there been rain? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't think about that. Right. Yep. Um, so again, just putting more of that puzzle together. Um, so then, like I said, that was right at the end of the season. So then I, uh, I did go to, so here, our season ends uh, and then like wild birds end, and then you have like a month of uh, like preserves. You can yeah. still do whatever. I don't know if it's like that elsewhere, but anyway, uh, so I did go to um, another preserve uh, a few times, right? Um, because I kept reading bird exposure, bird exposure, bird exposure. I kept hearing bird exposure, bird exposure. I was listening to a podcast, uh, you guys, a couple nights ago, and I don't know if it was a new one or an old one. Cause man, I'll, I'll just, <laughs> I just go back and listen. And the more content you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so, um, but you're, you, you said, um, everyone says it's birds, but it's actually wild birds. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and I, I believe that to be true. Um, and so, you know, there's a difference. Right. And so, um, and I, and I was like, oh, well he would get so close to like pin raised birds. And, and I was like, there's no way that a wild bird's going to let him do that. You know, yeah. I was like, that's yep. a joke. Um, yeah, it's, it's true. They're not going to let him get that close. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I mean, it's, you know, just like the preserves, like we already said, there's a time and a place, you know, pen raise, you got to do what you got to do. You know, you can't always go get on wild birds, depending on where you're at time of year uh yep. you know whether that's seasons what weather whatever you know it's like you gotta do what you gotta do but yeah, uh yeah, 100%, 100%. but you know wild birds there is no substitute for wild birds yeah you yeah, know it, yeah. we can try yeah. try as much as we want with pen raised birds it's, it's just not it's just not cutting it yeah. so yeah. Re, you know real real quick did that success and you piecing the puzzle together last season at the end of it how did that affect your season going into this? Were you just like foaming at the mouth? Like, I got to get out there, man. I, I can't wait. And then you just went out there with more confidence. Talk to me about what it's like going out there with just enough knowledge to kind of get yourself in trouble. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. So uh, it really opened up it, it opened up Pandora's box for me because uh, I realized that I didn't know where I was supposed to be looking. So um, so this whole off season, I just was focused on learning habitat, um, you know, and my, my daughter, again, I was telling her, you know, how I was asking her, hey, you know, 
what's different, whatever. Uh, so last year I had a, um, like a, like a, a, a Mercedes, uh, like station wagon, right. Dad mobile soccer dad. Right. Um, so I was limited on even places that I could get to. Right. So, um, so I got rid of that car, uh, and I got a, a Range Rover so that I could like be able to be, uh, well, I didn't want to get stuck. Right. I want to yep. be able to go places. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to be able to transport a dog, like whatever. Right. Um, so I did that. I, uh, I focused on learning, you know, what, okay, these, these little berries and where, where are they, you know, and like learning, you know, the different types of habitat, um, and then learning my maps, uh, learning where to find that information. Uh, you know, you can, you can look on Onyx all you want, but if you don't know what you're looking at or where you're supposed to be looking, you're lost. So, um, so that's really what I've been focusing on. So today, for instance, I went to a, a set of land, uh, a game lands where, I had gone um, late July. Um, I'm sorry, uh, September. Uh, I apologize. Early August is whenever I went um, and and did some scouting. Right. So I get there today, and the area that I scouted completely different. They, Mowed down, probably. <laughs> they did a late burn on it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I'm like, what? You know, what? What am I going to do? Right. Um, so last year I probably would have, you know, just, Oh, okay. And, you know, kept walking on and wasted time. Right. So, uh, I jumped back in the car, opened up, you know, the internet. Right. And I'm like, okay, I, I got onto, you know, North Carolina's website and all that information is there. If you take the time out to actually look yeah. and okay, where is, okay. So, you know, the Loblolly here is, is, you know, which is 40% of this area is burned okay, what else is here? Right. And so I found it and then, okay, great. Jumped in the car, you know, was able to go, boom, here we are. Uh, and we got into habitat. We didn't get into birds, but, um, but learning that, and that's, that's probably one of the most important things that I think that, uh, someone new getting into this has to learn is what you're looking for in like the habitat and like, you know, you can say, oh yeah, pines and lonely pines and all that stuff, but like, where's it at? And like, do you know, do you know where it's at? on this, this game land, you know, uh, but not only that, do you know where the cover is? Is there cover? You know, there could, there can be, you can have a hundred thousand acres of pines, but if there's no cover close to it, then there aren't going to be birds there. You know, they got, they got to go somewhere. So like learning stuff like that. Um, so that's where the confidence came this year was, was that I, I put in so much work into learning, uh, the habitat and also training the dog still. Right. Um, you know, I, I had a, a friend who um he, he works with uh he he has like duck dogs or whatever, right? Uh, he runs labs. And um I was like, Hey man, what do you think my dog whatever? You know, like talk to me, man. And uh, he was like, Yeah, man, uh you need to do some work with him. He's like, You got you gotta get him uh whoa broke and I was like, Whoa broke, broke, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh you know, so that's what we worked on a bunch too, you know, it was like, Hey buddy, stop when I say this your feet don't yep. move, you know. Um, but so he had to, I had to work on that, me learning what it was so that he learns it and then learning where do we need to be at? Cause, uh, you, you can put your dog down, but if it ain't in the right place, you ain't gonna find birds. Exactly. And, and so I really, you know, I had two questions for you and you just answered it as, you know, what, what was the, the biggest piece of advice that you would give to somebody else in your position starting out? And you just answered that with learn the habitat, learn how to read a map, learn how to scout and, and take the time and energy and effort of figuring that out because that, you know, you can have the best dog in the world, but if you're, if you're hunting, hunting a mud pit, there's not going to be birds there. Right. Be dirt. And yeah. so, you know, it, it, 
use your time wisely, like you just said. Right. If you know, don't 100%. go force it. Just be like, oh, well, I scouted it in September. Well, it's completely different now, so don't waste your time. Yeah. Um, so you know, as we wrap this up. I got I got one last question for you. You know, you 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 mentioned earlier that you know you got a lot of help from uh, Darrell's podcast, but and that you're doing other deep dives and into videos and and podcasts and stuff like that. Were there certain specific podcasts that really helped you out to get get, get going, help you kind of piece that puzzle together a little quicker than what you think that uh, would have been otherwise? You know, there's so many of them that I that I was listening to, or and still do, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I I took a little bit from all of them, but, um, but what actually I would say really, really helped me out, uh, recently here. Um, and this is how we ended up here. Uh, and I, I listened to you guys. I mean, dude, I've gone back and listened from the start, you know, uh, I don't know whether to thank you or apologize to you. <laughs> hey, you know, man, look, Hey, there's always, there's always, uh, you know, you got to start somewhere, right? Yep. Uh, but, uh, I, and I thought, uh, I didn't know there was a such thing as like, uh, a true dog and a, uh, like a, a tracking dog. What I, mm. I didn't know anything about that. Right. So, um, I would say something that's definitely helped this year and, and just period. Cause now I just, I know, um, was the, uh, podcast, uh, the two part you did with, um, uh, Kyle, Kyle, um, Kyle Warren, Kyle Warren. Um, so that there, man. So when the season started here, I was really, I got kind of nervous, man. Uh, my, my guy was, was, I, I thought he was false pointing. Right. And, uh, now I know that's kind of not like, uh, that's a no, no word. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so I'm like, what is wrong with him, man? And, and uh, I thought he was broke, man. And, uh, and I don't mean good broke, man. I, I was like, you know, it's like whenever you, you think, you, you know, you want you, you grow up playing basketball and you want your kid to play basketball and you realize that they can't. Yep. And like, you know, you're disappointed. <laughs> but that, I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I guess I got to get another dog. Right. Yep. And um, so, I mean, he would point something, man. And then he would want to start running off. Dude, this guy would he would be holding a point 50 yards away. Right. Holding it. Yep. Rock solid. I'm like, oh, shit, there's birds. There's birds. Right. So I'd be like, oh, man, oh, crap, there's birds, right? So I come running up behind him, you know, and then he starts moving. I mean, just casually. And I'm like, what are you doing? His nose is on the ground. He's sniffing. I'm like, what, what are you doing, right? Yeah. So then I'd call him off, and then, you know, I'm calling so, him to a different direction. So you wouldn't let him finish his natural instinct and process. Yeah. You're, you were interjecting, which is yeah. similar to a lot of people, myself included, uh, figuring yeah. that out. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, I didn't know what he was doing, man. I was like, he's – something's wrong. Like I don't, he ate something or something. And like, he has a whole new dog. Like something is wrong. He is <laughs> what in the world, right? freaking out. So, uh, you know, he would, uh, you know, chase another, I'm like, is he smelling rabbits? Is he, ch- is he chasing mice? What, what is it? Cause he would point and then he would, you know, he'd be scratching whatever, you know, like at the, then he start walking off, you know, nose at the ground sniffing. I'm like, what is he doing? Because, we always, uh, you know, that true, that true dog where, you know, that's what we've always looked at. Yep. And we see in the videos and stuff, you know, that that's what you see. Uh, those are the pictures you see, you know, on, on Instagram and stuff. Right. Uh, I probably like 40,000 pictures on Instagram, right. Of a dog on point. I didn't know how he got there. Right. So I heard that and I was like, oh man, maybe, maybe Brute's a, maybe he's a tracker. So, uh, <laughs> we, we go out. And so uh, I just let him do his thing, man. And, uh, you know, of course, you got to make sure you put him in the right place, right? 
Um, and there's a couple times, you know, I'm like, hey, come back this way. There's no way they're going to be, you know, at yeah. the, in the middle in the middle of the road, buddy. Come back <laughs> in here you're, you're still right? steering the hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm letting him. You know, I'm just letting him do his thing, man. And so uh, and I, you know, he's 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 tracking, he's tracking, he's tracking. And I'm like, this is so weird, man. And so, uh, you know, but, but what's real cool is, you know, here I am, uh, instead of being, you know, 50, whatever, you know, however many, you know, yards from, I'm right here with him, you know, and I'm walking right behind him and then boom, he locks up and I take a step in that flush. I'm like, wait a second, what, you know? And so, um, and then I, I was just so blown away by it, man. And that's when I reached out and, uh, you know, that, that, that particular episode, man, uh, you know, it really, really just hit home. Uh, I was dealing with it right then. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with it, you know, and, and and that, you know, you guys had that. And uh, it was just some really good stuff in there. And I was able to apply it immediately. And, and okay, this is what's going on, you know. And, uh, you know, I I still got to steer to hunt, but allowing him to do his thing. Um, and, 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 you know, he, there's still some, you know, he, he does like the range. So, like, sometimes we will – I'll have to walk 70 yards to yeah. start a 100 you know, yard track, you know? Um, <laughs> well, it, it, it just goes to show. And, and now that, that's some really recent episodes, you know, for, for those yeah. listening, maybe for the first time, uh, their episodes 115 and 116, you won't have to scroll too far back to look at them. But it kind of opened the eyes to a lot of people. You know, you go out and you get people that feel like they have to control every aspect of the hunt, mm-hmm. every aspect of the bird contact. And it's just like, you know, we, we have a saying, uh, in our NABDA chapter down here, it's trust your dog. And then I, I elaborate even further on, I'm like, trust the hunter with the longest nose. Yep. 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 And, and, you know, it sounds cliche and I really think, you, what you were talking about earlier, you know, especially us guys, us men, like we, we have that ego to where we think we know all a lot of the mm-hmm. times, right? And we get involved in it and we can't see the forest through the trees and we want to call the dog off. And it's like, you know mm-hmm. what? Even if your dog bumps, if you handle that situation correctly and you don't shoot the bird when it bumps, it's going to be better off on the next contact. And, yep. you know, while Kyle was predominantly talking about grouse hunting, you know, that's his game. That's it. That's mm-hmm. what he does. Uh, mm-hmm. You did this on quail. It, it yep. works on all birds. You know, all birds will run a little bit. Some are better known for it, but others, you know, they'll, they'll hold more. But all birds... You got to let the dog develop their own hunt. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be able to control it to some extent. You know, that's where the teamwork comes in. But you have to be able to let that dog hunt come about naturally, right? So. 100%, 100%, 100%. But yeah, and, and you know, uh, and he definitely was, you know, uh, you know, and he said it multiple times. Hey, you know, I'm a grouse guy. Uh, but, it, but it applies because it's not even really the bird. It's the dog. Yeah. You know, and... um. And, and yeah, like our birds, man, they're, they're these birds down here are track stars, man. Um, you know, they, they run, yep. um, but that's, that's what they do. That's what they're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. You, you know, everything you read, they're going to, but you know, um, I don't, I, man, I, I can't, sm- I can't smell outside the door. Right. No. So, um, and I've had to learn that man. Like, yep. you know, I've heard you say it, you know, multiple times I've heard, you know, every, Trust the dog, trust the dog, trust the hunter. Until you have that that moment to where that light bulb goes off and you you trust the dog and you get the results at the end of it, then it's just like you're prone to do it again the next time and the next time. Uh, But but yeah, man, Darren, I I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. You know, it's a little bit different of a story than what we typically cover on uh, on these profiles. 
but you know, hopefully it's relatable to a lot of other people just starting out. I mean, you, you didn't even eat meat and now look at you, you're out there chasing your own, your own groceries yeah. out there with your, with your best friend. So, uh, you know, this one went a little bit longer than what we normally do, but I just, you know, it, 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 I couldn't cut you off, man. It was such a fun story. I appreciated it. And uh, again, yeah, thanks, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for your time. And uh, guys, you know, t- take a take a note from Darren, man. You know, just he didn't know anything. He went he went from vegan to uh, amateur dog trainer in the front yard <laughs> in hipster town to hunting quail. You know, if if he can do it, you can do it. for listening to GDIY. If you enjoy this podcast, please remember to take a moment to rate, review, and share with a friend. Also, be sure to follow us and our partners on Facebook and Instagram under Gundog It Yourself. If you really enjoy the podcast and would like to contribute even more to the future content, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Gundog It Yourself. Thanks again and happy hunting. seems to have the same questions or concerns when they start trying to decide which kennel to purchase for their vehicle. Perhaps it's time to stop asking all the questions and just design the perfect setup that meets your exact needs. B-Pro Kennel specializes in designing and fabricating custom premier dog boxes handcrafted right here in the USA from high grade lightweight aluminum. They'll get you set up with the size dimensions, lighting, storage, battery boxes with solar charging, and anything else you can dream of. Stop stressing over buying the wrong setup, just have to replace it again in a year. Go ahead and check out bprokennels.com and get exactly what you want. If you're considering changing your dog's food soon, then be sure to check out Yukonuba Pro Performance. Their science-backed formulas are designed to take your dog to the next level of performance. They also now have the new puppy formula to help your pups start strong and live active. When looking at all the different food options, remember Yukonuba to help power their ultimate performance. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Bob from Lone Duck's Gun Dog Chronicles podcast. I hope you just enjoyed the episode you just listened to. And if you did, I think you'll enjoy hopping on ours. We've got professional retriever trainers and upland bird dog trainers from across the country and world sharing their tips and tricks and great stories to help you and your dog get ready for the season. We'll see you there.